Yeah. Down since day one-ish type vibes. What up, though? You've reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. Number one combat sports podcast anywhere in the world. I am your host, Sean Hubbard, and this is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We are in the building right here. It is Thanksgiving Eve. Happy holidays, everybody. We are fired up, and today we are going to be bringing you an official Hubbard Wrestling Weekly preview of Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. But before we get into that, we got to make sure we remind all my loyal listeners of this. For all your web development and web platforming needs, there's only one place to go, one place to be, and that's HashTreya.com. We're talking about everything you need to make sure that your business represents itself the best possible way on the internet. There's only one place to go, and that's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. That's HashTreya.com, because we love tech. Yeah. In the building, I love that Usos theme, man. Shout out to the Usos. Shout out to uh, everybody listening right now here on Thanksgiving Eve. It's a really special time of year, even though it's a different vibe this year because of COVID-19 and the pandemic and all that. But, you know, um, I want to send all my prayers out there to anyone who's dealing with this. Uh, we're all dealing with this pandemic, but anyone who's been affected by this pandemic, um, anyone who, you know, maybe has lost someone, Due to this pandemic, anyone who is not feeling well because of this pandemic, anyone who is currently not able to see their family members because of this pandemic, um, you know, it's a really tough time. But we, we're going to get through this together, God willing, and, and we're going to be better because of it in the end. I know it may not seem like it right now, but we're going to, you know, be prayerful and faithful to the man upstairs that we're going to be able to get through this and be in a better place very, very soon. But with that being said, man, it's Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving Eve 2020, and I'm really excited to be bringing you this Mike Tyson. can't believe I'm talking about Mike Tyson in 2020, but it's so cool because Mike Tyson is one of my uh, favorite boxers in the history of boxing. You know, he has a little bit of a checkered past, but, you know, as far as strictly in-ring talent, you know, Mike Tyson is one of the greatest to ever do it. And uh, he's going to be going one-on-one in an exhibition fight. It's an exhibition. He's going to be going one-on-one with another great, uh, another great in the history of boxing. We're talking about Roy Jones Jr., four-division former world champion. So we're having the youngest heavyweight champion in the world and two-time champion Mike Tyson going up against the former four-division world champion Roy Jones Jr. It's going to take place at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. This Saturday night, November 28th, and I'm fired up to talk about it, man. So let's get right into it. First and foremost, man, I want to let everybody know that um, I'm a huge, huge boxing fan. That's why I kind of, for all my listeners out there, this started off as strictly a wrestling podcast. But I wanted to transition into boxing, you know, mixed martial arts, because I love combat sports. And I feel like, excuse me, I feel like with this uh, current wave of of combat sports that we're about to embark on a really special time in the history of of all three genres of combat sports being MMA, uh, you know, professional wrestling and boxing. And it's it's just super dope to have an opportunity in, in 2020 to talk about Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. So with that being said, 
this Saturday night from the Staples Center, we're going to have Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Mike Tyson last fought in 2005. Uh, if you want to go back that far, he is on a two-fight losing streak, but he is one of the greatest to ever do it. 50 wins, 6 losses, 44 knockouts. Um, like I said, the former two-time world champion, the youngest heavyweight champion in the history of boxing, going up against Roy Jones Jr. We all remember what he did to James Tony. We all remember... You know, him shocking the world by winning the world title against John Ruiz. And, you know, we're in a situation now where he's going up against Mike Tyson in an exhibition fight. And I think the world is really intrigued by this. Shout out to Fight TV, by the way. Fight TV is going to be bringing you this fight in the United States, Canada, I believe Germany as well. A couple of other selective companies. Make sure you are a couple of selective uh, countries, I should say. And uh, make sure you check your local listings for that. But it'll, this fight will be available on Fight TV pay-per-view. So I'm, I'm excited to tell you guys about that. Um, what a big-time, I guess, environment that is going to be set, you know, going to be put into action this Saturday night. Uh, the California State Athletic Commission sanctions uh, sanctioning this fight. It's going to take place in a historic Staples Center, the home of Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace the home of Shaquille O'Neal, the home of so many great legends. Uh, the Los Angeles, you know, area is obviously famous for the Lakers and, you know, multiple championships with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Will Chamberlain and the list goes on and on. Jerry West and, like I said, Kobe and Shaq. And, I mean, it's just a, a great lineage in the Los Angeles area. Even back in the day, you know, you had Bo Jackson running rough shot. Uh, you know, with the L.A. Raiders, and, you know, it, it's just a cool, cool town. You know, I'm here in New York, but I got a lot of love for L.A., man, and, you know, I feel like it's going to be a really fun night. Um, we recently had, you know, uh, a really good boxing match between uh, Javante Davis and uh, Leo Santa Cruz. You know, Tank Davis, you know, knocked out Santa Cruz to become a unified champion. You know, next week, we have a really interesting fight between Danny Garcia and Errol Spence. That will be a world championship match. So, you know, we, we have a lot of good boxing going on. But this 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 fight on November 28th, Fight TV, pay-per-view, it's, it's all about energy. It's all about history. You know, it's, it's all about nostalgia. You know, we all remember, I mean, I'm in my 30s, so for those of you who are a little younger, let me school you. Mike Tyson was on top of the world in the late 80s, early 90s. Mike Tyson was, you know, the number one fighter in the world. I, I don't know if he ever reached number one on the pound-for-pound pound rankings. I mean, back in those times when Mike Tyson was ruling the heavyweight division, you also had Julio Cesar Chavez you know, in, in, in the lighter divisions. You also had people like Sweet Pea Whitaker, rest in peace, you know, in the lighter divisions. But at that time, Mike Tyson was the most, let's say, famous fighter in the world. And, I mean, he, he came out and he destroyed guys. And one of his most highly anticipated and high-profile pro, high fights was in 1988. Uh, he was the undisputed champion. And he was going up against a man by the name of uh, Michael Spinks, the Jinx, Michael Spinks. And Michael Spinks was uh, had come off two 
victories over a man who was trying to get to 49-0 and to match uh, Rocky Marciano. I'm talking about Larry Holmes. He, he came off of two back-to-back -back victories over Larry Holmes to become the world champion. Uh, the title got vacated somehow, and, you know, but many people, including at the time, Ring Magazine, still recognized Michael Spinks as the world champion. And I'll tell you what, he he, he just never stood a chance. You know, I'm, I'm not going to make this podcast about uh, Spinks versus Tyson from 1988, but I want to I want to reference it for a quick minute because Michael Spinks was an undefeated former world champion, never lost the title. Uh, Mike Tyson had you know achieved the 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 rank of undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, we all know he was going through some issues with Robin Givens, his his ex wife, and you know he was having some trainer issues with with Rooney and management issues and things like that. But Mike Tyson was still on top of his game in the ring. And so you had two undefeated world champions going one-on-one -on -one in Atlantic City. And Mike Tyson <laughs> beat him in, in, in the first round, knocked him out in the first round. Mike Tyson was unstoppable until he fought a gentleman by the name of James Buster Douglas. Now, was Mike Tyson looking past Buster Douglas because he knew he had a fight coming up that was already signed, sealed, and, and almost delivered against Holyfield uh, later that year or early the next year? Was he not training properly? Was his personal issues getting the best of him? I don't know. But what I do know is that James Buster Douglas uh, got caught with an uppercut, I believe, in the, the eighth round after dominating Mike Tyson for the entire fight, James Buster Douglas got caught with an uppercut in the eighth round that put him down for a nine count. Any other time, any other place, any other moment, James Buster Douglas gets knocked out. Mike Tyson escapes with the win. Mike Tyson remains undefeated, and we have the super fight between Holyfield and Tyson the following year. But that's not what happened. Douglas got up at nine. He got up. At nine, just beating the 10 count, he regrouped and continued dominating the rest of the fight until he knocked out Mike Tyson with, I mean, you talk about that Tyson uppercut. Douglas hit up Mike Tyson with an uppercut in, in February of 1990 in Tokyo, Japan, that almost took Mike Tyson's head off his shoulders. Now, is a fully trained, fully focused Mike Tyson going to lose to Buster Douglas in that situation? Probably not. But that was James Buster Douglas's moment. You know, before you know it, for all my WWE fans out there, Mike Tyson was scheduled to be the special guest referee between in a match between Hulk Hogan, the World Wrestling Federation champion, and challenger Macho King Randy Savage on Saturday night's main event. About two or three weeks later, all of a sudden, James Buster Douglas replaces Mike Tyson as a special guest referee. I guess Vince McMahon got on the phone and said, hey, we don't want Tyson anymore. We want Douglas. Douglas ends up coming in. He's a special guest referee. He's on Jay Leno or whoever was popping back then. I guess uh, um, Johnny Carson at the time. He's, he's all over the place. So James Buster Douglas becomes the toast of the town. He would lose the title. Uh, in his first title defense against Holyfield that October. But the bottom line is Mike Tyson uh, was 
unstoppable until he was no longer unstoppable. Uh, a lot of people feel like Mike Tyson stopped himself. Um, you know, not too much longer after that, Mike Tyson got himself into some legal trouble. Uh, how you feel about how that went down, we'll, we'll, we'll not touch on that. But he ended up going away for a couple of years, coming back, uh, dominating once again, regaining, I believe, two of the three championship belts until he lost to Holyfield in a very highly anticipated boxing match in November of 1996. At the same time as Mike Tyson's dominance, another young fighter coming up in the game was a name, man by the name of Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. was a very charismatic, very entertaining fighter who, you know, in his early days, you know, he he, he had sparring sessions and, and, and came up in Pensacola, Florida and, 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 you know, basically put himself in a position to... Um, become a household name. In his early days, in 1993, he would beat a man by the name of Bernard Hawkins, a man who would eventually become the undisputed middleweight champion of the world. Uh, so B-Hop was not uh, quite what he t would eventually be, but in his early days, Roy Jones Jr. beat him. And then in a highly, highly uh, big-time profile, uh, high-profile fight, you know, in uh, November of 1994 so this month 1994 uh he would go up against james tony in a, in a champion versus champion match uh champion versus champion fight and and he would defeat james tony and 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 become truly um truly a household name with a 12 round unanimous decision over james T lights out tony uh becoming the super middleweight champion he would eventually become light heavyweight champion, and then he would eventually become the WWE, excuse me, WWE, <laughs> that's the wrestling fan in me, the WBA heavyweight champion of the world in, in what many people called an upset. We all knew at the time that Jones had faster hands than John Ruiz. We all knew that Roy Jones Jr. was a little bit more skilled in the ring than John Ruiz, but John Ruiz was the naturally bigger man. John Ruiz was the natural the the, the nat, natural heavyweight and we and a lot of people thought that Ruiz who uh you know recently defeated a, a a little bit of an older slower Evander Holyfield not long before then to become the WBA champion um we a lot of us felt that 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 Ruiz if he caught Jones one good time <laughs> if he caught Roy Jones one good time uh, he would eventually knock Roy Jones. I mean, it would only take one shot, but that one shot never came. Roy Jones went out there, you know, in the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas, Nevada on March 1st, 2003, and he dominated. He, 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 he really practiced the sweet science, the whole art of being hit not being hit and being and hitting someone else like hit and not be hit like it's it's the same strategy that has brought you know somebody like Floyd Mayweather his fame and fortune the sweet science hit and don't get hit in return and that's exactly what Roy Jones uh showed the world uh on March 1st 2003 becoming a four division champion i mean my goodness to become middleweight champ super middleweight champ light heavyweight champ and then the heavyweight champion of the world is truly remarkable, and uh, it, it was something that really 
really showed the world that that this man was a a generational talent. Roy Jones was a generational talent. To bring this thing full circle, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, after all the history of these two gentlemen, after all the the backstory and the history and now we're ready to fight. And, and, and it's an exhibition match. You know, we're talking about, you know, a man who hasn't fought in two years and Roy Jones Jr., almost three years now. Roy Jones Jr., you know, he's 51 years old. We're talking about a man who hasn't had a fight in 15 years. And Mike Tyson, he's 54 years old. But I'll tell you what, Mike Tyson looks in phenomenal shape. I mean, his hands look super fast. He look, He's got the washboard stomach going again. The brother, it looks like he's ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to my girlfriend last night, and I was like, babe, you know, she she was like, is, you think Mike Tyson's ready? And I said, it looks like Mike Tyson is ready, man. It looks like Mike Tyson is ready to go. It looks like Mike Tyson is back to his old self. Now, I don't know if 54-year-old Mike Tyson's going to be able to put that thing together the way he did 20 years ago, but I do know that if I were a man that was a betting man, which I'm not, it looks to me like Mike Tyson is fully ready to go. Uh, Roy Jones has, 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 even though he's on a four-fight winning streak with his last fight coming, you know, back in February of 2018, Jones looks a little sluggish to me. I, I don't know. It, it seems like there's something different. And again, at 51 years old, you know, you're not going to be as fast as you were, you know, 25 years previous, but it looks like Mike Tyson is, 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 is favored in my mind to win this fight. Just looking at, at the way they both prepared. You know, it looks like Tyson is just ready. It just looks like Tyson is, is ferocious. And I know it's an exhibition match, and a lot of people are, you know, wondering, like, when the bell rings, is Mike Tyson going to remember it's an exhibition match? I think so. I think Mike Tyson will be respectful and, and be a sportsman. I think Jones will be respectful and be a sportsman. Um, and, I, and I think in, in, a, in a boxing match, Roy Jones would have the advantage, but in a fight, Mike Tyson would certainly have the advantage, and I think that Mike Tyson, even though it's going to be an exhibition match, even though it's going to be uh, just kind of a spectacle for the fans, I understand the Roy Jones Jr. versus Tyson card is, is kind of chock full of uh, of different, uh, you know, elements. There's going to be like a concert, I believe. You know, there's also going to be... Um, you know, Nate Robinson, the former New York Knicks and slam dunk champion, making his professional boxing de debut. Badu Jack is on the card. Th th there's a few things, you know, it's just, <laughs> I don't want to say it's weird, but there are a few elements of, of, of this fight night, this fight night that are just different. You know, a, like I said, concert. You know, a basketball player making his pro boxing debut. The the main event is only a exhibition match, but it's going to be entertaining. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. I'm looking forward to seeing how Mike Tyson does, how Roy Jones Jr. does. And I predict Mike Tyson will win the fight. I believe Mike Tyson will put pressure on Roy Jones. I think Mike Tyson will crowd Roy Jones to the point where Roy Jones cannot use his hand speed, how much hand speed Roy Jones has at this stage in the game, I do not know. But I do know that Mike Tyson looks ready, and I do might believe Mike Tyson is in this fight to win. And it is an exhibition, but I believe Mike Tyson wants to win. And I think that desire to win is what's going to lead 
uh, him to, to to victory on November 28th. This Saturday night, um, it's going to be on Triller. It's going to be on Fight TV in the United States, Canada. It's going to be, you know, on traditional pay-per-view, I believe. It's going to be a really big spectacle. And I just hope that the fight lives up to the spectacle. That That's my concern. I hope the fight lives up to the spectacle. I hope the fight lives up to the to the hype. I hope the fight brings us back to a time, you know, nostalgia-wise, where we, we can remember the best days of Mike Tyson, remember the best days of Roy Jones Jr., and, and, and see that this era of boxing, um, it's awesome to, to see uh, the past meet the present, you know, with, with a fight of this magnitude and with a fight of this, you know, anticipation, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, next week you got Garcia and Spence. That's the that's the big deal. That's the, the young guys, you know, going out there for a world championship. But for nostalgia purposes, there's nothing cooler than to hear that Mike Tyson's going to be fighting Roy Jones. There's nothing cooler than to hear that Mike Tyson's going to be, that Mike Tyson's in the gym and looking like his old self. It's nothing, uh, it's, it's super cool to know that, that at the end of the day, you know, you have two of the greatest fighters to ever live getting into a ring and throwing hands, you know, for the first time in Mike Tyson's case in 15 years, for the first time in two years, uh, you know, for Roy Jones. And it's, it's a, it's a dope situation for me as a fan, me as a journalist to talk about it. And I, and I predict Mike Tyson will win. I believe it will be a clean fight. I believe it will go all eight rounds and I believe Mike Tyson will be victorious. So with that being said, man, I want to go down the parameters of the other car of the rest of the card. Um, I, I, I want to talk about Badu Jack. I think Badu Jack is a legitimate fighter. We all know Badu Jack is a legitimate fighter. Uh, Badu Jack being on this card, I think is really good for his career. Um, you know, kind of getting back into the mainstream, uh, pay-per-view situation. You know, he is a former WBC super middleweight champion. He is a former WBA light heavyweight title holder. So, you know, he is going to be on the big stage of Tyson versus Jones, and I believe he will be victorious. I believe he will, you know, come out and, and show the world that, that he is still a legitimate light heavyweight when he uh, meets and, I believe, defeats um, Blake McKernan. Jake Paul against Nate Robinson. I don't know what kind of fighter Nate Robinson is. I know Nate Rob. I'm a Nick fan. I'm from New York. I, I know Nick Nate Robinson was a tough basketball player. I know he's really, he's been really good on the, in Ice Cube's three-on-three -three, uh, league. <laughs> I don't know if Nate Robinson's a legit fighter, if he's taking this seriously, if this is a, a, a promotional, um, you know, stunt, you know, a publicity stunt. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I guess, you know, <laughs> Jake, Paul is, is, is a YouTube sensation, internet personality. Um, he's an actor, and I and they and he's a boxer, I guess. I I don't know, I don't know what his boxing career con consists of. He he is, of, I believe, one and zero in his professional boxing career, and it was a knockout victory um, back in January of, of this year. Um, and now he's going to fight Nate Robinson. So we'll see. I I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll predict Nate Robinson to be victorious. I, I don't know. I don't have any background on either one of these guys other than what I've uh, done my homework and read about them. But I, I guess I'll pick <laughs> Nate Robinson to defeat Jake Paul in one of the preliminary fights of Jones versus uh, Tyson. 
And, and, and then, of course, the main event, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. And I think that Roy Jones will be defeated by the former two-time youngest heavyweight champion of the world, Mike Tyson. I think Mike Tyson shows himself to be who he always was, which is a tremendous fighter in an exhibition environment. But I think he will do enough to win the fight. So with that being said, you know, once again, Fight TV pay-per-view, Triller. Fight TV is offering the fight United States, Canada, Germany. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's another area of the world. The Netherlands, I think, Fight TV is going to be bringing this fight to you. A uh, big shout-out to my brothers, man. My brothers in sports entertainment. Uh, Conrad Cushman of Everything Pro Wrestling. Make sure you go check out his stuff. Um, Eddie Mount, a.k.a. the Mountie of Mountie's Corner. Tremendously talented guy. Um, Malik Kelly. Uh, his TikTok is crazy. Narcolepsy Boy 94 Shout-out to him. Um, Rambo, Mark Rambo, like tremendous young talent, young in-ring talent as well. Somebody who's coming up in the professional wrestling game. Big shout out to him and, uh, uh Kyron Chase as well. And just everybody out there, big shout out to, uh, Joel of, and, and Ivan of, um, Fight TV. Appreciate you guys, man. Um, my family, my friends, everybody out there, man. I, I'm just so thankful to be alive in this, in this very rough year. But I, I, I do believe that as a born-again Christian that, you know, God will see us through this thing. Um, anybody who's lost someone, like I said early, earlier, um, God, God bless. Uh, I'll be praying for you and your families. Uh, be encouraged. Stay strong. And uh, enjoy the fight. And enjoy Thanksgiving tomorrow. I know Thanksgiving is going to look a little bit different. It's going to feel a little bit different. You know, um, my family is going to be, you know, somewhat divided this year because of covid restrictions but you know we're all going to get together at least via um via zoom or via you know video call of some sort so you know there is going to be at least that element of togetherness but you know for everybody out there who's struggling this time of year please be encouraged please stay prayerful and faithful that everything's going to be all right and um you know just just stay strong man uh, black lives matter uh you know let's end um racial inequality let's end that and let's embrace racial equality um you know as we're all uh created equal and we all are equal in the sight of god so with that being said i am your host sean hubbard i'm so happy and blessed to bring you this bonus special episode preview edition of the tyson jones fight this coming saturday night happy thanksgiving happy fight week and we will talk to you next time peace